Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. Hey. Oh. Oh, hey. Oh. You sound different. You sound the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gay. Just say gay. Just say gay. Wow, we've upgraded. We're upgrading locally. Yeah. <laughs> we still haven't seen each other. No, She's we have still haven't. living her local fantasy in Connecticut. You know, ever since I went back into the woods, I decided to up my equipment uh, out here in the forest with the owls and the deer. <laughs> and the yetis. <laughs> Yeah, me and Taylor were just like, we need to pool our money and get a Yeti microphone. Wow, Moo that's what we did. The Lake Pond <laughs> Sessions or whatever it's, what was it called? The, yeah, the the pond. Uh, sure. Yep. <laughs> Those. We'll be discussing that later. Sessions. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of long pond sessions, um, <laughs> my neighbor decided to get a guitar. Uh, oh. I'll just say that. Is there a session happening now? Yes. So I don't think you can hear it right now, but just know that she's no Beyonce over here, (laughs) but I support an artistic venture. So I said, you know what, T. Kyle, we're in Cornova. People are trying to cope. Just get some earplugs. She's no long session. (laughs) Somebody's playing AO in the background right now something joanne Joanne, is your neighbor yeah i feel bad because he's a nice kid but i'm like he's learning (laughs) yes (laughs) we we appreciate an artistic venture but yes people have different things that they want to explore in quarantine and even if that cuts into our podcast you know we have to support the arts so we are frightened of cornova You know what? Listen, at least it's not a party like it was the other week, okay? Exactly. I will I will take a jam session over that. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyway. <laughs> or maybe it's Taylor doing her third secret album. Oh. You never know. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? It's Watch probably it like Jack Antonoff being right? like, these chords don't sound good for... 
right this whole time, just Jack Antonoff and the National are living next door. We actually decided to record this in an abandoned apartment in Hell's Kitchen. There was just one gay living there, and we just... <laughs> Taylor Swift, the Hell's Kitchen sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now on Disney Plus, and you just hear in the background yeah. some gay just go, shut the and fuck like up! You, <laughs> you walking by with a Duncan in the in the window. Honestly, I support it. We'll have to see because the fans now think there's a third album, but we're going to get into that later. Yeah, we will. Uh, well, there's a lot of things to get into this week. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of legends only your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only and oh are there a lot of legends to talk about there really are this week yes they're out of the woods they're back in the woods they're all over the place uh, all over the place and in our grocery aisles more on that in a bit what Oh, um, some of us are oh, coming oh, soon got, to the like, wait. Who, did you the run into? Section. <laughs> I was, I was like, who'd you run into? <laughs> oh. oh yeah, Stephanie is a stop and shop right now. <laughs> well, she might be. We'll see. Yes, but uh, as always, we would like to give a huge thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon.com/slash Legends Only. Thank you all for your support throughout this entire year. We have a poll that we will be posting soon for the Legends Only Awards that you guys get to pick. So stay tuned to the Patreon. Also, if you're not on the Patreon, we are posting a free episode from this time last year, pre-Cornova, when we were in person and we had our Santa Claus Lane listening party. Mm-hmm. We are going to make it available for free for the rest of the year. A little fun bonus episode now that it's on streaming and everyone can listen to it. So uh, stay tuned to our Instagram stories for the link. And um, yeah, we will uh, be there on patreon.com slash legends only. But anywho, shall we get started this week? Now, okay. <laughs> We have a huge <laughs> list of legends, and we're just going to run through the list of legendary okay. updates. Now, I feel like it's only fitting for us to start with the legend, the queen, if you will. I mean, that's subjective, but like she is, let's be honest. Yes, of course. We are talking about Jordan Sparks. and <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen. You know what? I will write a dissertation about walking on snow. We all know this. Anyway, no, not Jordan this week, but we are talking about the Queen of Pop, yes. Madonna has an update. For the first time, like a virgin, she has gotten her very first tattoo, which is a Jordan Sparks reference, actually. Oh, wow. I see what you did there. Oh, wow. It all comes back to Jordan. Did just you do that on thought. purpose? No, no I didn't. literally didn't. My right? mind. <laughs> what mind after these 12 months? <laughs> The two brain cells left yeah. that just reserve walking on snow and... Oh my god, I was walking on snow the other day, literally. Uh, really? It snowed? Yeah. Oh. Like, from the actual sky. Like oh, real I didn't... Snow. Out here in the boonies, we didn't really... It didn't stick if it did snow. The what? The boonies out here in the... In East Bumblethuck. What's a boonie? It's really just suburban Connecticut. It's not that... <laughs> yeah. It's not really that exotic. Just say white. Um, just... <laughs> Uh, Well, yes. All right. So Madonna got her first ever tattoo. She got a wrist tattoo in like typewriter font. It is the first letter of all of her children's names. 
which I think is very sweet. And honestly, so she had always said in interviews that she had never thought of anything that she could possibly want permanently, which is why she never got a tattoo. Because, hello, queen of reinvention. She's always changing her sound and style. So it does kind of make sense that that was always something she never did. But what, what better thing to have permanently than your kids? I support this endeavor. I think it looks really subtle and tasteful, um, unlike her Instagram. And I really like it. And I, as somebody who She's also has a, a point, <laughs> as someone who also has a family wrist tattoo, I'm like, you know what? I see what you did there. And I support that. Congratulations, Madonna on your first ink. And, uh, welcome to the inked community. Now, T Kyle, you don't have any tattoos. No, uh, there was one point in my life where I almost got a tattoo that said breathe, um, may or may not have been inspired by Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay, I've definitely thought about the same tattoo. I mean, what a great introductory tattoo. White ink, like in the wrist, is very like, you know, dipping your toes in the, in the, cause it's so subtle. Yeah, you want to listen. Oh, well, I actually wanted to do like glow in the dark, like black light ink, which is so trash and so Jersey. That, that would go down really well at Paradise. Literally, uh, like at Posh, like in the back of Posh with all the black lights. <laughs> like, what does that say? Every time Bossy comes on, you're just like, I was born for this moment. Yeah, I decided not to do that, though. Um, glad I didn't because, I don't know, just... Well, you do need to keep breathing, but... Yeah. Um, I did sign up for Proactive because of Lindsay Lohan, though. Her impact. <laughs> Not sponsored. What else did she sponsor, actually, that I, I got into? I can't remember now. Hi, I'm Lawyers. Lindsay Lohan. Com. Oh, right. <laughs> See you in court. Oh, I know. Foreign Arena. Oh, Glam Pink Wow. Pop. Sponsored. Uh I wish. We need a Foreign Arena sponsorship. If anyone is not familiar with that commercial, it's a game changer. It really is. Um, <laughs> not our high fashion moment of the week, but no, high fashion be. moment of the decade, maybe. Absolutely. So anyway, back to Madonna. So um, yes, I don't have any tattoos. I'm scared of needles. And I'm also scared of anything permanent. I have commitment issues. So right, just not really my thing. But I will say, I think this is very chic. I love a minimal moment. I think it's subtle. It's meaningful. You guys know I love a, a an icon. But like not like an icon, like an, a legend. But like an icon, like a logo, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I appreciate uh, a clean line. So I support. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was very Madame X typography, too. It's very like her current era, very typewriter. So I'm very in support of this, and uh, I'm very happy for her. And uh, where is the Madame X tour DVD? But otherwise, yeah, very happy for her. But clearly that's what she's doing when she's not yelling at Diablo Cody on her white couch writing the movie about her life that she's directing. But <laughs> Yeah, she needs to walk out. <laughs> she, anyway. we, we do have that to deal with, but... She's an icon, but she needs to log out. She she is, yes. However, her team is doing something which they're now branding as hashtag Immaculate30, where they do keep uploading all of her singles and remixes every Friday, much like MC30. And hopefully, it'll all finally be on streaming soon enough. So uh, every week for the Immaculate Collection, for her greatest hits, it, they're, I, th I think they're pretending that this is like, that's why the reason they're doing it now. Because the Immaculate Collection came out 30 years ago. Oh. Not like her debut. I don't debut. know that. Um, that I'm going to have to look like, that one up. Oh, is that like her greatest hits, My Prerogative? Yes. Okay, yes. got it. We can say yes. 
<laughs> Understood. It's like her Hillary Duff Most Wanted, actually. Oh, okay. I know that. Got it. Now I get it. <laughs> I'm like, what immaculate? Like, I thought you were just calling her like her icon, her discography, right, right, the Immaculate Collection. I'm like, okay. It's it's a very fierce uh, title. Yes. Got it. Okay. Celebration. I know that one too. Oh yes, that was the second, really second coming of the greatest. Hit. Well, there, greatest hits volume two, and then there was Celebration. Anyway. Well, speaking of Madonna, from the actual Madonna to the wannabe Madonna, um, sorry. What what is this transition? My Stephanie Jeremiah. I'm allowed to joke about that now, by the way, because I have been- You're a thousand doves, Stan. I have been fully exposed. The numbers don't lie. The data does not lie. You all saw it. Don't lie, and neither do your numbers, because you are the number one streamer of a thousand doves in America. Yes, uh, globally. Um, Globally, I was in the top one percent, or like point five percent, or whatever, of like listening to Lady Gaga this year on Spotify. Fully exposed. We talked about it on the bonus episode on Patreon last week. Um, We did. So just like with Britney, I'm allowed to like joke about my faves. It's like my sign of. that's how it's I term show of endearment. Yes. That's how I show my in term of endearments. That didn't make any sense. My, <laughs> <laughs> it just means that I'm a fan. So anyway, our Stephanie um, is promoting Chromatica in Pathmark or like whatever grocery stores, Gristides. Yep. Uh, Stop and shop, shop, right. Uh, Dwayne Reed. Dwayne Reed. Big lots. No, that's not, that's furniture, right? Big lots. Yeah, I don't if they're if you're buying Oreos a big lot, something's something happened there. I wouldn't get but anyway, yes, we are talking about the Chromatica Oreo, which we tragically missed last week. Um we don't know how that we could have overlooked that, but luckily we are making up for it. Listen, what is time? Uh, what is time? Well, the Oreo is coming January twenty twenty one. Biden's America begins with the Chromatica Oreo. <laughs> It's the vaccine. Not sponsored by the, all the, oh, that's a bad joke. I was going to say, um, <laughs> what I would do for a double stuff. Um, <laughs> speaking uh, of Biden's America, things we'll be able to do again. Um, anyway, so. With any luck. Yeah, that's true. Um, so our Stephanie is promoing Chromatica with a thousand doves and a thousand calories with yes, a new cookie right. with Chromatica logos. How do we and feel green about cream. this? Well, you know, once upon a time, a legend really paved this path already. By the name of Legendina, who dunked the Oreo in what it was like Olympics theme, right? It was like circus tour promo with like Duncan kind of. Yes. And she got dragged oh, for it. She did. So lo and behold. Yet again, setting the trends ahead of her time. Maybe it was too ahead of its time for certain people. Just like Bionic, the Chromatica Oreo is just further proof that Christina Aguilera is 10 steps ahead of the game. Um, How do I feel about it? I think if there were 10,000 live performances and a studio 2054 of Chromatica, that this would just be bonus. The fact that this is like one of the first acknowledgments of Chromatica in a while is... Uh, a choice? Yeah. I'm on a diet, Stephanie. We can't <laughs> be eating sugar. I I just think um, it had this come where there was more Fast and Furious promo. People would just be like, oh, cool. But now instead, it just feels like 
Ariana just announced her concert film. Uh, you've got people dropping tracks left and right. And the little monsters are like, well, we've got Oreos. Okay, but to be fair here and to defend my Stephanie, I will say in the knowledge that I have watching um, Beauty Mua videos, yes, I know the um, like how long production takes. So these cookies, they need molds. They need things made. <laughs> it is the bowl. Oh, wait, actually, you're right. It does have the Chromatica yeah. special designs. You're so right. Someone had to send that to a factory. They had to get a Chromatica mold. Then you got to figure out how do we make this green? How do we make this Chromatica pink? There's a whole process involved. So they probably were like, shit, we've got all these cookies and these molds. Well, you know what? She could have sent, who? what's her name? Sarah Tano, her makeup artist. She could have sent her to Nabisco to do that while she was setting up her Chromatica, the visual experience. Yeah. But I agree with you. I agree with you. And also, she was busy saving the world. There is that caveat. She did the Biden stuff. She did the one, you know, one at home. She was one of the earliest global live event, you know, co-founders. She's been doing a lot of things that are a bit more, like, global in scope. And we know she has at least the Gucci movie coming. I'm not the definitive source or anything, but I, I feel like she wants to have her actress moment again. So I kind of feel like we're on the way out with the music right now. To be honest, I just feel like that's coming. Um, well, I haven't seen her films, so... That's true. You have not seen A Star is Born yet. No, I'll watch it in like 10 years, like I did with Glitter, like watching it 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of is, yeah, your, oh your film schedule. Actually, could you imagine, I watched Glitter for the first time this year. So yeah. I will watch A Star is Born in... 2040 no 2038 well by the time we get there it's already going to be the new 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 remake starring madison beer but we'll wait we'll wait for you a star was never (laughs) born um kidding i'm joking i tease Uh, we stan um i do think that they will keep rebooting the the franchise now i guess we'll call it a franchise now now that it's been remade like four times yeah but anyway yes um i'm excited for the cookie i will have the cookie It's just, you know, obviously Stan Twitter had a field day because we've had very little Chromatica promo in comparison to, in my opinion, this was Dua's year and then Taylor had an incredible year. In closing, I will be purchasing and eating and... I won't. We'll (laughs) continue. Not keto. Sorry, Stephanie. Um, Well, anyway, from one Oreo queen to the original... Christina Aguilera is back with some more promo this week. Another legend. <gasps> legend. I just Tina. realized. What? Do you think that Christina and Gaga had like the Britney Madonna kiss moment during the voice do what you want performance and like Christina blessed her with an Oreo backstage <laughs> and passed the torch? Like this is their Pepsi. Um, We will rock you moment. Yes dropping hints for years and we just figured it out could you imagine it was the baton (laughs) well i'm all here for it and once it's keto will you will be too yeah maybe so what did she do this week so christina aguilera you know always ahead of her time honestly like i feel like history will show that legendina is truly always ahead of her time and we don't give her well we give her the credit but the world does not give her the credit for being ahead of her time. She did more promo this week for Animal Crossing, which is on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. She's always been a gamer queen. 
She has been, yes. Always ahead of her time. She was in The Sims. She was in um, that little me game on, what was that thing? Oh, that was so good. The girl was like, what the what? What the what? Christina Aguilera? Surprise. Is that Christina Aguilera? (laughs) And then it's just like her red lip with a hat. (laughs) So (laughs) ridiculous. And now, allegedly, Christina is sitting on her bed in full glam, playing Animal Crossing and the new Mario Kart. I 100% believe that she is, to be honest. I do too. I actually do think that she is truly a gamer. I I absolutely believe she plays Animal Crossing. I believe she sings to herself, like, (laughs) let's get turnips. Yep, I do believe that she's doing that. Clicking the mouse is like her setting her sins on fire. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, those were dark days. Yeah. And then my boyfriend on The Sims Online, which we don't talk about, but... Oh, uh, they need to bring back The Sims Online. If anything, now is the time. I mean, they missed it. They should have done it, like, six months ago. But, like... They really should have. It was a dark period. Uh, Freshman year, I believe, of college, if not senior year of high school. Just, like, no, it was earlier than that because I was in a relationship by then. Anyway, I had an internet boyfriend on The Sims Online. If you're out there listening, how's our house? Yeah. (laughs) Brad's still (laughs) single. Hit him up. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Susu, um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Zuzu, a bloop bloop. Yeah, I don't even know how to speak. Simlish. He's probably alone in our mansion, listening to Katy Perry's "Teenage Dream" sinless version. Oh my god! Lieber, Lieber, Nibler, Fleur, Or Carly Rae Jepsen, "Run Away with Me" in sinless. Oh, absolutely. He's just Sube. Oh my god, fucking Bob, actually. <laughs> Wait, okay. Honestly. Um, pause for a second here. Um, everyone listening, I feel like this calls for, well, I say this all the time that we need more bonus episodes, but like there is oh. a whole entire bonus episode of video gaming that we could do. Um, but anywho, <laughs> back to Christina. Add it to the list. Yes. Yeah, add it to the list of growing bonus episodes that we are behind on because we yeah. have full-time jobs and we're in the middle of a pandemic and barely getting through every single day. Um, uh-huh. Love to see it. <laughs> so yeah, basically the point of us talking about this is just to say that once again, Christina Aguilera is ahead of everyone. <laughs> yes. Basically that's all we have to say about yeah. that. And uh, get get that coin queen, get that Nintendo coin and make an appearance in the new Pokemon. Ooh. Uh, Could you imagine? Legentina used sing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sonic boom. It was highly effective. Yeah. <laughs> Wax someone with her red anal bead mic. Oh, God. We need to make it happen. Iconic. Oh, the ideas. I don't even know how to segue into this next one because like... Well, speaking of... Uh, if I if I know what you're getting at, speaking of millennial queens... Yeah, or like, you know... Oh, I know. Um, a queen who is good with business. A business queen has an empire... Yeah. That's right. Has shoes and um, hair extensions. Edible beauty at one point. Albums. Uh, I think that's all she makes. <laughs> she was an actress at one point. An actress, a, a singer, a cowgirl, a push your tush 
Chanteuse mm-hmm. herself. Having a public affair. Ah, uh, yes. There we go. Miss Jessica Simpson. So what? I was shocked that you added this to the list today because I was like, you don't listen to her music. Well, first of all, I should clarify. And I, there are bops. I'm just, when we had that original conversation two years ago, in comparison to Ashley, like I certainly listen to Ashley more, but... I think we should have that conversation. I think we could have that conversation. That I still, I have some time... For Jessica. She's an icon, More, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. Especially like that remix of Spin You Round, like her version of it, and that latest last album, I suppose. I had some moments with. But I think I'm fascinated by her business game and her ability to capitalize on her life really she's fucking loaded not only is she loaded but she's managed to so she had her open book obviously the memoir she has two deals in the works at amazon one is a scripted series that will track her life after her divorce and then she has an unscripted show that will be like a docuseries um that coordinates with the memoir the open book memoir wow so she's booked and busy What's it going to be called? Is it going to be called The Life That Someone Lived in the Shadow of? Uh, Oh, my God. Get it? Yeah. (laughs) It could be like... The Dream That Someone Else Lived in the Shadow of. It could be that. Or, uh, yeah, or... Ooh, that's a good question. Biography? No. Oh, my God, it could be biography. How innovative. And... (laughs) With Ashley and her autobiography. Is it chicken or is it tuna? My life, as told by Jessica Simpson. Honestly. (laughs) That's it. Sold. (laughs) That is the one. We are Amazon executives. Yeah, I feel like, so the docuseries makes sense because, okay, of course, she has, like, archive footage to document the book. That's, like, a given. I find the scripted series very interesting. That's, like, like, who's going to play Jessica Simpson? Um, Yeah, I'm not really, like, interested in this. I, I find it more fascinating that right, like I'm it's curious. happening. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm curious. Like, um, yeah. I would like to see what's happening here because it seems like a big expensive deal, maybe. Well, with that Macy's contract that she has and those hair extensions and those shoes, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Exactly. So I'm just wondering if it's going to be like, you never know if it could lead to superstar success for whoever plays her or whatever. So it'll be interesting. Jessica Simpson's glitter era incoming. Incoming. Well, on to the next legend, shall we? Because we had a lot of legends to go through. We do. So Ashanti has COVID. The ghost singer for another Sony entertainer whom I don't know. We, so I was actually very much looking forward to this versus tonight. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. I was very excited this was going to go down. I was wondering if maybe Ashanti is going to pull from the songs that she's written slash sang for other people, because that would certainly give her an edge. But lo and behold, we will not be seeing that. He announced she has COVID about an hour before it was set to go down or earlier. And uh, I guess, yes, I was really looking forward to the verses because verses has become a really important and entertaining entertaining kind of way to bring people together and the comments are gold and so this was going to be very entertaining so i'm very sad to see that is not happening i wish her a full recovery i hope they reschedule it she did say she was trying to make it happen from home i don't really know but i think it's doable 
Of course. That's like kind of how it started, I feel like, was a more at-home IG experience and then became like built out into a studio situation. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see on Versus. Yeah. um, And just, you know, stay home, everyone. You know, don't go traveling and vacationing. Like, can you not? But anywho, that's not what this podcast is about. Sometimes it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so anyway, our next legend, co-legend Clarkson. Oh, yes. Who, you know, I just, my heart goes out to Kelly because she's really going through it this week, this year. I mean, we all are, but like, she is having a year. Now, Brad, why don't you share some updates? I read your Moomoo's piece and I got all the yes. updates. Share with the girls. Yes. Well, if you didn't know, you know that she's going through a divorce, but what you might not know is that it is really spiraling. Things are getting pretty ugly with custody battles and legal battles with her ex and his father, and there's demands of very high amounts of money from Kelly for spousal support. It's really getting very ugly, and it's all playing out in public, and she's just putting on a brave face and showing up at each show and just doing the damn thing. It's very hard to watch as a fan from the outside. Yeah, it's really hard. But one of the great things, the gifts of Kelly, is that not only is she a talented entertainer, vocalist, and our American Idol Forever. songwriter, singer, vocalist, Mm -hmm. Brazilian queen, legend, funny, talented... (laughs) Show stopping, amazing. Put it in a blender, sit um, on it. Just every yes, like yes, will, Gaga's speech. Like, who do I need to fight? Here is what I have to say because uh, her I her ex. Okay, let's go <laughs> from six feet away. Um, I have yeah. pepper spray. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so right now she's going through it, and one of the great gifts of Kelly is that she's she allows the public in to a a degree that she feels comfortable. She makes it very clear on her show that she doesn't want to tiptoe around it, but also doesn't want to affect the kids about it. So anyway, she was talking with Garth Brooks about her upcoming album and how his song, The Dance, affected her and made her realize that that really inspired her writing at the moment. And so she started to share some lyrics. She was talking about, basically one of the songs is like, it was worth it for the dance. Like it didn't work out, but there was some value in having that experience. She's basically telling us this is going to be the divorce album, you know. And then in further on, she's talking about how she wrote piece by piece. And a lot of fans have been really wondering what she's thinking about that song because so much of it is a, I mean, the lyrics are like, he never walks away, he never asks for money. Yeah, this is and about her now soon-to-be ex. It's the song at the time felt like the perfect conclusion to Because of You, and now it's very awkward. So she addressed that and she said, you know, I'm the writer of that song and I have a new lyric on my upcoming album that's like piece by piece, I found out the hero's me. So this kind of implies that we have now a a trilogy of songs and this kind of ends with her being her own hero, which I love that. Um, Self-empowerment queen. But the most interesting part of this is that when she said the song title, she said it really fast and some people like debated what they heard she either said Rock Cuts or Rock Hudson. And Rock Cuts kind of sounds like a My December moment. But Rock I Hudson would, would be kind of shocking because if she does a song like dedicated to 
a closeted Hollywood heartthrob, that would be very iconic as well. And he was featured, his, his character was portrayed in Ryan Murphy's Hollywood, which was recent. So I do wonder if maybe, if this is the case, if maybe she saw that show recently and was inspired by his story or something. But if it's called Rock Hudson, I will be deeply shook because she's not that kind of girl, really. I, like, I don't, I was thinking about it. Has she really done a song, an ode with somebody else in mind? I don't really think so. So I don't know. But there are different people saying they definitely heard one or the other. And as she is the queen of fast talking, we don't quite know yet. But well, <laughs> the, the closed captioning said Rock Hudson. Yes, yes, we will. I feel like she um, would do something smart like that. Yeah, like it would be very interesting if that is the case, uh, because there's there's a lot of loaded, intense conversations about Rock Hudson and like being a closeted gay man in Hollywood. And I don't know what she would have to say about that, but uh, that well, she is a gay icon, so she certainly is, and I find that very interesting. So more on that later. Uh, but the, the point of this was we stand forever, but also um, the progress is coming on this album and lord knows she's being given new material every day it sounds like from this fuckery in the courtroom so i just feel so bad for her because she's working so hard like she's on like two shows she's working on an album like i can't even she's dealing with cordova just like the rest of us it's like uh, i'm just uh, i'm a little nervous for our queen i hope she's taking care of herself and yeah, but having I, some I, R&R, yeah, I agree. But and vitamin C. Yeah. Also, her show is pre-taped though, so I know that she's you know got a little bit of a. She, they're being oh, right. smart. So anyway, um, but speaking of her show, which is also pretty legendary, and I think the next um, future daytime queen. She might have torn her ACL because she was running late and she was talking about it recently about how she had to now sit in a chair because she was running to set in heels and hurt her ankle. Oh. She cannot wow. catch a break. She cannot catch a breakaway right now. Oh. <laughs> oh. Her December is not going well. Our collegians. All she ever wanted was to sit on a couch right now and write her album. I hope the ring she gave to him turns his finger green. Like, that's where I feel like the album is heading, but I we'll hope. see. I will say, like, this may be an unpopular opinion that no one else agrees with. I'm used to that. But, like, my December and Piece by Piece are, like, what, I talk about my holy trinity of Britney albums, Kelly albums, my December piece by piece breakaway. Like I'm ready to like throw a fourth one into the mix. Like I'll have a quadra, um, whatever that's called. Uh huh. Yeah. I yeah. I I'm ready for it to also subtly quote one of her songs. Um. Yes, I'm ready for whatever comes in her music. But I do think she's Viff inspired to say the least by current events. <sighs> Our poor thing. Well, Kelly, we hope you're doing well. Not that we do to this, but like, shout out to Kelly, deep friend of the pod. Yes, <laughs> I would love to have her on the podcast. Please, that would be a dream. We would have so much fun talking to her. I mean, we have we talked would. to her before. You were there. We have. She, she, you know, the the blesser of the legends binder herself. I know. Oh God, that story is so embarrassing. <laughs> oh geez, if the girls don't know, yeah. She opened, Kelly Clarkson has physically held 
my Legends binder. She is one of the very few people that I've let touch it, see it, hold it. She has held it. She opened it up to the spread of Paris Hilton getting out of jail. Um, and I will never live that moment down. I cringe thinking about it. It probably inspired a song. <laughs> okay, so next legend, because we have we we have a lot to get through, and it has been a long time already. So if you have still made it this far, tweet us. Um, what emoji can we have people tweet us as like the... I don't know. Um, the a star. Yes. Yeah. So if you made it this far, tweet us a star, and don't forget to give us five star reviews on Apple Music oh, or yes. wherever you do that. Because oh yeah, we always forget to do that. We need to like tell we do. People. Everyone's like, every oh, other podcast to... is like oh rate and review. Yeah, <laughs> rate review, subscribe. but only if it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us five stars <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, and also subscribe to us on YouTube so that. We can do live streams. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> cough, hint, hint at things we want to do, but we can't because we don't have 1,000 subscribers. So you should go to uh, Legends Only on YouTube and subscribe, even if you oh, don't want to watch us on YouTube. Oh, that is a fantastic idea. <laughs> and then we can do live experiences. <laughs> yeah, we can't because we don't have 1,000 subscribers. Um, oh, okay. We'll, we'll get there. Well, we do have 1,000 doves. Oh, we do. Yes. Those are good. Um, <laughs> Make like the doves and subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, well, know who does have over a thousand subscribers on YouTube? Who? Rihanna. She so, sure does. So, uh, I think it's time for 24 7. Arnon, watch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what is this update, Brad? Well, Pharrell was in a podcast with Rick Rubin, and he talked about the process of recording R9 with Rihanna. And managed to say absolutely nothing in about three minutes of speaking. It was impressive how little he said. They were trying to dig for any morsel, but he was like, you know, we just, we follow her star and she guides us as we write the songs. And, you know, it starts usually with a melody. And then, you know, if lyrics, like he was describing the process of song craft without any clue as to genre or when it's ready or anything like that. It was just like, uh-huh, so you write songs. Okay. And and she's into that? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so it was very like, so you're making music with Rihanna right now. That's basically what the latest update is. Pharrell actively in the studio. But I will say, to me, that suggests that he's actually going to be on the album because you know, like with our Britney updates in the past, like when producers blab too much, they never end up showing up on the record. I feel like that happens a lot in pop. So I think the fact that Pharrell is so professional is not saying shit about it right now, really, kind of speaks to the fact that he's, like, actually on the album. That's my thing. Um, I agree with that. Also, speaking of Pharrell, now we don't stand men, but... No, no. Pharrell's Boo. track on the Beyonce album, which is not as new as I thought it was when the Disney Plus special came out. I was literally, <laughs> The gift, like, Lion King? Uh, yeah, I clown emoji over my face right now. I thought <laughs> that whole special was like new music and everyone was like, uh, that came out a year ago. And I was like, oh. Yep. But the Pharrell track is probably like my number two favorite track. And I mean, boys, like we stand Pharrell. I mean, like, he, we, we stand Pharrell. He has been behind so much yeah, goodness from our genius. queens. 
And I'm excited for whatever this is or is not. Um, but uh, agreed. Yeah, so we'll see it. Diamonds in the line. <laughs> we will see R9 in 2021. We will put that out in the universe. We are. You the, know the secret. That re- well, you don't know because you don't. And I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I honestly feel like Rihanna is waiting for everyone to get the microchip and yeah yeah uh, the vax sorry that was a bad joke it's not funny um <laughs> sorry i shouldn't joke. Uh, okay the vaccine's I, got r9 in it yes the vaccine will rna and r9 yes that's why they need to keep it in freezing temperatures because the album and the music is so fire that they have to keep it at frozen temperatures and you have to get two doses um <laughs> Exactly. That's not funny to joke about. I would just like to uh, legal right. note. We didn't say any of that. Yeah. Legal note. We didn't that just is say not funny, and nope. you should take this seriously, and should, you should listen to scientists and not to f words on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if R nine does end up being in the vaccine, we are taking responsibility for claiming that. Yeah, I'll take anyway. Doses. Um, sure. What was I going with that? Um, you were going to say. Um, oh. So I feel like Rihanna's waiting for like life to return. Yeah, I, I, in my heart, I feel like certain artists actually did delay their big projects because of the pandemic. So, I, I want to think that maybe she, she did end up going back into the studio yeah. and working on it more. Yeah, and to be honest, like I wouldn't be mad about it. No, me either. I don't. As we said at the beginning with Future Nostalgia, we were like, we don't fault anyone for releasing or not releasing right now because it makes sense both ways. Yeah. Either you want to get your music out already or you want to wait until everyone can join up. Know what else I was thinking? And I'll just get the stance all riled up with this comment that I was going to make. Okay. So I very much have felt like R9 was supposed to happen this year, but like she paused it because of Cordova. So Uh then I was like, in my pipe dream, because, you know, I've been trying to have a lot of those to stay optimistic. What if she already has, like, R9 and R9.5 and, yes, like, R10 yes, yes, yes. at this point? Yeah. So we're going to yeah. get, like, two albums. Yeah. So, Rihanna, if you're listening... Um, <laughs> Do that. Take all the time you want. I feel like she honestly has, like, R9, 10, and, and 11. She has folk anti and anti-more coming. <laughs> Diamond more. <laughs> Diamond more. Absolutely. I think it's totally possible because the rumor at the time, like last year, was that she was going to do a more kind of reggae-inspired album and then a more pop-leaning album. I feel like that was kind of... The the Stan rumblings were like, oh, she's going to... Because she waited so long, she's going to do two. So I hope she goes electronic. <laughs> that should just be a soundboard. Like that. Well, maybe Taylor wrote her... Another Calvin Harris bop while she was yeah. in the woods. Rena Moore. Rena Moore. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. So next legend. We got to keep going. We got to keep moving. Okay. Keep it going. Um, keep it moving. Next legend. There's only one bitch. Brittany. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Brad's like, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I already. <laughs> Brad has left the chat. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so the new song matches with the Backstreet Boys, who are the um, greatest boy band of all time, in my personal opinion. Um, just officially Starting came out. Starting out the gate with the hot takes. Well, it's, um, oh, don't do it, November. Um, yeah. <laughs> Backstreet Boys are number one. The Jonas Brothers are number two. Number three, I don't care who. Um, that's my hot take. 
<laughs> so Matches with Backstreet Boys came out officially on streaming. Um, what do we think about it? Well, I had said last week, I, I already heard the leak, so it's not so much news to me. I had heard it already because the vinyl had shipped already, so people had already uploaded it. What I think is that it kind of reminds me, and it doesn't sound like it, but and I said it last week, but it kind of reminds me of the urgency of Shattered Glass meets um, If I'm Dancing, kind of, because it has that kind of hiccuping production, that sort of breakdown beat that kind of reminds me of it. I also feel, and I have no justification for this, but I feel because of the fact that it's old, that perhaps it was hers for a while and then there was a decision somewhere along the line to add in the Backstreet Boys because I also feel like she isn't on it a terrific amount. Like, oh, my dog agrees. (laughs) Um, He's like, I wanted more Britney. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's kind of sparse with Britney. Yeah, I mean, she's not really on it that, like, it's very minimal- I also just love the part where it's like the very Britney moment where she is like, this might leave me some damn, like she has a Britney-ism to it that I love. Of course, of course. And I also feel like um, placing it like uh, vocally wise, I feel that it is definitely glory slash post glory. No, (laughs) I feel like as far as um, when it was recorded, because it's Ian Kirkpatrick and he's like, if I'm dancing and glory and it feels that like, as far as timeline, whereas I felt Swimming in the Stars was more the bridge between Britney Jean to Glory, I feel like this is clearly newer. Swimming in the Stars is better. Another hot take. Oh, that is, see, you are coming in with all of the hot takes. Listen, um, this is a podcast. I have opinions. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> but yeah, um, do I think that either of these songs were were great over overly looked for like, and unjustifiably so? No, I don't. I think they're added treats to glory that's it yeah i agree just love me is the best song on that album it should have been um a single another hot yeah take. we can have that conversation all day because just love me absolutely should have been but yeah um well also i'm just confused by like all the new album art but uh speaking of matches um i had some promo this week in um a editor <laughs> a high fashion editorial piece known as uh grinder Oh my! <laughs> um, Forgot about that. That's right. You had a grinder moment. Yeah, for my yes, you USB, did. Be uh, in replace of <clears throat> matches because I wrote in my thing that I had an incident with matches, like uh-huh. actual matches. Um, so I use a USB lighter, not sponsored. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that I'm um an influencer now. You're an influencer now. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I caused the hyper chiller to um sell out and. You did. Like, you actually did. I actually did. Like, actually. Your impact. Yeah. They DM'd me. So Not now sponsored. you are, next week you're going to come on here with a Morphe code as a Morphe babe, and you're going to be like, use my code James Charles for 10% off. <laughs> yes. Use my code <laughs> Glory on iTunes for 10% off. Right. Uh, well, yes, that is a, that's a feat. That's, that was a fun feature. And that was also like perfect for your holiday shopping. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my experience with Grinder is the one time I did a photo shoot for their Tumblr years ago. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I went to a rented house and I took pictures, <laughs> which very on brand for me. Um, yes, it's basically what you're doing now, but the rented house it's is your literally parents. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More on Grinder later. Actually, yeah, um, I have a comment. 
Oh, um, okay. So anyway, on the subject of Britney, so Glory Deluxe uh, 2.0 just came out with another fucking sunset. And they removed Tanasha from Slumber Party. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I ride for Glory, but like... Well, I think... Are they going to do a fucking snow version next? Like, is it going to be Glory Deluxe 3 and it's going to be snowing in the desert? I don't know. Well, as you know, I have no positive thoughts about any of these releases right now. But I ultimately feel like there was probably a fan demand for the original Slumber Party. I don't know. Um, because okay, I, can well, I throw I, another hot take out there? And oh, this is okay. no disrespect to Miss Tanache because we stand, but I don't want anyone on any Britney album anymore. I said this in the past. I said this on the Britney yep. podcast. <clears throat> I said, get off the albums. I don't want to hear pot full of vegetables or whatever. I don't want to hear clawfoot bath filled with bubbles sung by anyone else. Get off the albums. I just want to hear Britney. Well, we definitely had that talk. Get off. Because because the singles all started to become features somewhere along the pretty right. girls lane. Get out. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Um, well, I guess, you know, it's, well, this means that both versions are now on streaming. So I guess that's nice. Thank you. For, for people. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I'm. <laughs> do I sound hard? Like, do you under, like, do fans understand where I'm going with that, though? No, that's not heartless at all. That the song came out as just her song. It's really not unreasonable to like want to still hear that version. Yeah, because I, I f- we kind of forget that like it literally did come out as the solo version already. So and then it went away. So it's not crazy to think that they would bring it back. Crazy though, I, right? Fair, <laughs> fair reference. Yeah. Well, enough about glory. Um, we've been preaching and saying and praying and preaching and saying and praying. Um, know what else came out that we didn't talk about? Festive Fantasy. Oh, no. Oh, God. I uh, Someone uh, tweeted it, and then I was like, oh, no. But then I looked it up, and apparently it came out in, like, September. It's another fantasy? Yeah. You know, I don't even know what I can say. I I will not be sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be sniffing or spritzing. Um, the timing just phenomenally not even irresponsible just just disrespectful that's what i would say disrespectful no products at this time for me but just hoping that she's having a wonderful birthday month just hope she's doing something fun with the boys her man and i just hope she's having a great time and getting everything that she wants that's all i have to say about this yeah same okay well um anyway i have no segue for the next segment um other than they reused vegas photos for festive fantasy so speaking of photos, shall we discuss some high fashion? <laughs> so guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. All right, what do we have lined up for this week in high fashion <laughs> editorial? This week I'm going to give a shout out to as a whole, the RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 cast reveal. I thought it was a really Fun, cool, interesting array of looks from all the girls. Very excited for everybody. Um, I really like the whole cast so far. It seems really fun. Tina um, Burner stands rise up. <laughs> uh, I personally am Team Simone, and I feel pretty confident in her rise to the top. I'm really excited for her. I've known of her for a few years. I'm, um, I know the House of Avalon boys, and so she has always sort of been 
hanging out with them and Gigi and and that whole crew. And so she's always kind of caught my eye already. And so seeing her on the show has been really exciting. And her look was fucking cool. So the hair was amazing. So I'm excited for her. I thought her Meet the Queens was really good. I... I'm I'm into a lot of them. Uh, Olivia Lux. Um, who else was on there? Rose. Um, Love Rose. Yes, a NYC queen. Um, but like, shout out to Tina Perner. I listen. Okay, you know this about me, but like, I love a good old school drag queen. You know, like. Wow, T. Kyle Burner. Wow. <laughs> I stand. You did you used to go with me? We. I feel like you did. Oh, I've seen Tina millions of times. I did a DJ set with her actually as her, at the entertainment. At one point I was like hired to do a party and she was hired to do the what is it called? Like roast, like a roast. So yes. I was DJing that. Yes. So we used to go and it's so wild to even think about this because the thought of it now just boggles my mind, but we used to go out on Wednesday nights at midnight to go see Tina Burner host that show at Barracuda. And we would go out like till the middle of the night and then have to go to work the next morning. And she used to do these mixes that were like very shock comedy, shock drag, very in the line of um, uh, Lady Bunny, just like that old school shock comedy drag mixes. And I just, uh, we have to give it up for Tina Burner because she's been, She's been going for a long time, and uh, I just love seeing a queen that, like, you know, like a local queen here in the city, mm-hmm. like Bianca. Oh, yeah, Same she's been Bianca. around ever since I moved to New York eight yeah. years ago, so. I'm excited. Absolutely. And I'm I also excited love for the, the typography season. of the, um, shout out to everyone at Viacom, not sponsored. Right. Amazing <laughs> right. art. Yes, I'm into the whole thing. I'm into everything they were able to do. And I'll just also give a special high fashion shout out to Miss Jada Essence Hall, who had her sort of passing of the crown moment uh, digitally. Like she had, you know, the whole get up and then turned to all the girls in a green screen moment. And I tweeted this to her, but like she deserves a full year's reign post pandemic deserves to go out with whoever wins this season to get the proper, you know, winner's welcome from clubs and nightclubs all across the country. I I feel like she was shafted in so many ways. Like, can you imagine, we talked about it when it happened, like winning a competition, finding out on your phone and just like sitting back for nine months. I mean, I know she did like drive and drag through and some fun things, but like, come on. It's not. I was just talking to um, Jackie Cox lives, like we're like neighbors. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, her name's not... Darius, but like Jackie Cox to the world. Like it's when Cornova is when we're all vaccinated, we're going to go out and we're going to support all of these fucking girls for everything that they had pulled out from under them because of this pandemic. So that is gay rights. We're going to go out. We're going to support all our season 12 girls and Tina Burner and whoever is the season 13 queen basically is the point. Yep, absolutely. So that's my high fashion. Now, did you have another or? I do. So uh, my high fashion for this week is Scream and Shout, the music video by Britney Spears. (laughs) What? What? I have been listening to it on repeat and I pulled it up on YouTube the other day. And I was like, I don't know if I ever said this in the past, but like, it is so fucking fierce. And I just... That's my high fashion for this week. This is my podcast. So, um, if we're going to go down that route, a shout out once again to our fave at Pop Textbook for doing the Dream 20th anniversary and reminding Ooh. me of that music video. 
Talk about looks. This is now. And honestly, that is the truth. Because look at what happened. All of the girls are now copying the early 2000s looks. They knew it. She's got a point. (laughs) A 90s trend. A 90s trend. We'll get to that in a moment. But yes, I... I, I agree. That was a good look. Seven years ago was the video. 2013, right? Sure. Yeah. We love to see it. Love this look. <laughs> love love this those look. shoes. <laughs> love this pony. Well, um, you know, fast forward to uh, 2020 uh, again. So let's talk about some new music recommendations, shall we? Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first up... <laughs> Um, gay rights and slow burns. Troy Sivan <laughs> and Casey Musgraves just collabed with a remake of Troy's song "Easy." What do we yes. think? Well, I can't shut up about it. I love it. This is a yeah, it's a remix made by Mark Ronson of the song with Casey's heavenly vocals added to it. And a new music video, Troy is on a mullet journey, which he seems very happy about, and I'm going to support him on that. I love all the things about it. Um, they both seem to be going through it, shall we say, in their own ways. Casey, obviously, divorce of her own this year. It's been hard for a lot of couples this year. She and, is? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a Golden Hour divorce album coming, too, so... Is it, are like a lot of people getting divorced during Corona? Uh, they are because of the quarantine. Yes, I feel they've said that it's definitely put a strain on relationships, and undoubtedly, Is it they, like it has. realize they can't live with each other. Maybe, but I also feel like it has a lot to do with when you're famous and your schedule was so busy, and you learn to live like that, and then all of a sudden you're forced to spend that much time with each other after not. I'm sure that was a very hard adjustment for a lot of people. Not because, maybe not even because you're, I don't know their lives at all, but maybe not even because you weren't compatible, but just because you had learned one way of life and then you had to suddenly be all up in each other's business all the time. It's like, get out of my house, please. Right, Whoopi Goldberg, I will never get married. I don't want a stranger in my house. That iconic headline. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally, like, um, dear future husband, uh, I only want to see you three days a week. (laughs) Yeah. Two days a week, three nights, um, right? Maximum, get out. So I can understand it, but yeah, she they did earlier this year, and it, it's crazy that it was this year because that feels so long ago. Um, but so, and that's kind of the vibe that I get from the video is like they're kind of on a reckless sort of middle of nowhere, well, Nashville, uh, driving through, you know, CD bar dive bars and and kind of thrashing around in CD hotels with drag queens and all this stuff into it. Casey sounds heavenly for me. Um, I, I missed her voice, and I'm very—I've been playing it on loop for pretty much since it came out. Well, that makes one of us. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, I'll say this: I smelled the slow burn candle. <gasps> you did? I did. Is it good? It smells lovely. It's got what does it smell like? Um, it's kind of like a hippie-ish, incense-y, You know, like you go to one of those like you know, um, spiritual shops and they've got all the incense burning and it's very like, oh. you know, um, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. 
Yes, it has a very strong, like, incense, earthy smell to it. It's very good. And it's um, a really pretty glass. Okay. I, I definitely, I think I asked for it from Santa. So we'll yeah. see. If I get As it a this candle year. vlogger, I'm just offering. I like, know. You are the, the authority on this. So I know. Okay. Speaking of candles, I have like 40 in a box that I haven't, I meant to film a YouTube video. Oops. Well, that'll come. So you're more into the candle than the song, is what I'm gathering. I like the original better. Uh huh. So my recommendations for the week are um, <laughs> electronic songs. <laughs> oh, I just don't. So, okay, I just love the like. I. It's not that I don't. I'm not hating it. I just don't like. I feel like I would like it where if Troy did it and then like Casey did it. I just don't feel it together because it feels like they're separate. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, it's not that I don't like it. I'm just like you feel. I anyway. I'm also on an electronic journey, so like I also just listen to it like no. twice. Okay, and yes. Then, well, like, that's fair enough. Out. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I, yeah. My recommendations for the week are <laughs> sorry, Troy. You know, Stan. <laughs> uh, my 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 it was like my number one track, like the year it came out. So my recommendations are Cascade, Solid Ground, which is new. And also, um, I don't know how to pronounce this name, but it's either Muna. Yep. That's it. Um, Stay Away, which came out in October, um, flop fan. The Now Now remix, it came on my uh, release radar. Very oh, good. there you go. Yeah. They are incredible. They uh, have one of my favorite albums and actually two of them. There's, you should definitely, I highly recommend the latest album. I think you would just stand the whole way through. So I'm very excited that you have discovered Muna. They have a song called it's the album's called saves the world there's a a single from it called number one fan but then yeah stay away is really good and uh if you ever want to check out their 2017 album about you is really good i know a place is religious experience and i've cried many times to uh their song everything so okay i'm looking that one up (laughs) you really need to and one called it's gonna be okay baby that one also i get emotional too basically it's a good crying uh crying queer album I love that. I love a good yes. sob in the park. It's like my vibe lately. Absolutely. Which we'll get into uh, some other new music that has produced the tears, but but not this next one that I have. Actually, this is not technically new music. It is just something I need to shout out. I'm contractually obligated as a Rachel Stevens fan uh, for she's the icon, seven. But she's not somebody that you think about all the time. For the seven of you who are also on the Pop Justice forums with me in 2005, shout out to you um, and are still on there. Um, Rachel Stevens has one of the best solo pop albums of the 21st century. It's called Come and Get It. And she just accidentally made one of the best pop albums of all time, in my opinion, and then just promptly stopped her pop career, her solo pop career. Anyway, she, out of nowhere, well, I guess it was planned, but she hosted a cabaret event in the UK, which I have conflicted feelings about because you can attend it if you go with your family or your work bubble of groups of six, which... Act the full girl. I'm here. I didn't know we were doing all that, (laughs) but, uh... In any case, she performed Sweet Dreams by LAX for the Britney podcast stands. You will know that that was a song originally considered to be the comeback to Cry Me a River by Kathy Dennis. 
um, ultimately went to Rachel Stevens and she does the same ribbonography on stage. It was a full panic. And she also performed Some Girls, which is another phenomenal song from the album. And basically she looked amazing. She sang live. It was great. And I'm just putting it out there that this is a sign that the comeback is coming. I, I just, I want it to be real. It needs to be real. She left us too soon. And she never really flopped. That's the thing is like those singles did well. And then she just kind of gave up. But I, I want to say gave up, but just didn't keep that going. You sound like me talking about Superficial by Heidi Montag. <laughs> exactly. Same energy. But anyway, we stand the Jewish princess of pop. A happy Hanukkah to anyone celebrating, including Rachel Stevens and Troy Sivan. It's been a great year, a great week for the Jewish pop legends. Moving on, we have Miss Grimes, who just welcomed her Bobby. Uh, I will not be attempting that name. Yeah, I don't know. It's like one zero zero X X A E. Yes, we stand X A E one one in this house. Um, she created, so a gamer alert. I do know a lot of the gamers are getting into this journey. The cyberpunk 2077. I, well, I don't know anything about it. Shit. Apparently. Yeah. Everyone's like, it doesn't work. It's a piece of shit. I saw this TikTok that was like the, um, and by the way, I love the sound. Have you seen the sound of the Jurassic park song where it starts off and it's like the actual, like orchestra version of the uh, Jurassic Park theme and then it switches into the uh, flute where it's like oh yeah 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 yeah. someone did that with footage of cyberpunk 2077 shit do you think it's just launch bugs no I actually um, social justice warrior (laughs) um, gonna pop out here I think it's the uh, treatment of um, coders oh, the and the employees and how people are overworked and underpaid and forced to meet unrealistic deadlines in their professions that are um, absolutely disgusting. And so that's uh, me as a social justice warrior jumping out and okay. defending people in these um, development teams who are overworked and underpaid and having to meet deadlines and then they get dragged when I'm like, you should be dragging the developers and Mm -hmm. not the employees for the work Mm -hmm. that they tried to make happen. I've definitely heard plenty of that happening in the video game industry. And if, yeah, I I have no, I didn't even know the premise of this game. Fighting for gay rights. Fighting for gamer rights. Absolutely. So, we we stand and support the workers who made this video game, even if it doesn't work right now. Any In any case, Grimes plays a character in this game, and she also created a DJ continuous mix for the game, which I highly recommend if you get... It's on YouTube now and Apple Music. She I guess she couldn't get clearance on Spotify for now, but it's got Ariana, Rihanna, Tattoo, very near and dear to my heart. It has the Britney Toxic strings thrown in. She really, it's a very cool set and a ton of her songs, obviously, but it's, it's good for like techno house lovers. It's really fun and like cool. <laughs> Music and so I, is getting good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grand Theft Auto um, Online just launched a uh, nightclub with real DJs. Oh, I need to get into that. Yeah. Also like how Gimme More is in uh, GTA 5 is Oh yeah. Forever. Legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Check for that if you want to dance at home. And then finally, the main event, in my opinion. Yes, beer cans, our time is now. I'm talking, of course, about Madison Beer with her new song, Boy Shit. Did you listen to this song? I did. Oh, okay. And you want to know what I thought? <laughs> what did you think? 
I immediately thought of Evelyn from League of Legends because I can no longer disassociate yes. Madison Beer with her song on KDA where she sings as Evelyn and Evelyn right. is in the music video. So now every time I hear Madison Beer's voice sonically, I think of Evelyn with her nails. You and all the YouTube commenters who are like, oh my God, Evelyn, I love your new song. Like, not kidding. They were <laughs> in the comments. Yes. <laughs> Me. Like, I listened Literally to her. Like, oh my God, Evelyn snapped her second single. Yeah. <laughs> her Free Me era, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually really like this song. I like it for her. I think it's cool. The comment that aged me 50 years immediately was like, oh my God, this is so vintage. Like the Pussycat Dolls could sing this. Okay. I, here's the harsh reality is like the more I li- read the comments of like Billie Eilish songs or Madison Beer songs or like anyone of the t- just 18 to 21 range, I am going to get my feelings hurt every time. Because it's always like, this is so throwback. Somebody else wrote like, oh my God, blackout vibes. And I'm like, are you, what? what's happening here? To be fair, though, it kind of does remind me a little bit of Shirzy, but I really like it. I I think she has this kind of Megan Fox kind of vibe to her, where it's like that sort of villainous vibe that I think is working for her. Evelyn. She's like, yes. Literally, Evelyn's villain. I'm a straight up villain. Like, it's so fitting. And I think she's leaning into it, and I like it. I like her whole dark pop vibe, and I I feel like she's... Exactly. So I feel feel like she's doing it. And uh, yeah, she's good at the, like, fuck boys kind of songs, and this feels good to come from her and I highly recommend it as a beer can so well Madison beer cans cheers to you clink cheers to that well it's time to uh, move on out of the uh, off the stage and into the studio and into the woods we go surprise bitch I bet you thought you'd seen the last of her (laughs) nope Miss Taylor Swift is back again with a new album the sister to folklore called Evermore. Evermore. Now, for like a straight up day, I called this Everlore. Oh, same. And, and I, I had to oh. correct, for work, I kept writing it Everlore and I had to correct titles and shit. It sounds right to say Everlore. Right? Yes, but we're, we're learning and growing oh, and sharing. Yeah. Ever, ever more, ever more, ever, ever more. Okay, that now that you say that, now I'll always remember Evermore. Evermore. Yeah, that's how I hear it. I think it, it forevermore. Yeah, that's basically, yeah. So, yes, Taylor is back with surprise album number two. Well, I'll, so, first impressions, I would say this is a more folkier, more... I actually thought, like, the first word that came to mind was, like, wordy. Like, I feel like the lyrics are much more um, storytelling, more... yeah. Uh, yeah, she's got some stories to tell for sure. And I feel like if anything, folklore now feels almost a little more mainstream compared to this one. This one feels a bit more poetic, folky, poetic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It gives me Blair Witch vibes for whatever reason. I'm using Blair Witch imagery on social because I feel like if folklore was kind of like the August, literally August and end of summer vibe, Evermore definitely is like a crisp winter, kind of more of a chill to it. It's like the the ambiance I'm getting from it. I feel that. I was having a full Evermore fantasy this weekend in Central Park. Um, the fog rolled in. It was crispy. I literally felt like the album cover. I just didn't have uh, flannel and a braid. But like... You almost have a braid. 
I, I mean, in a couple of months, I will. Um, yeah. So what were your thoughts on this record? Um, okay, so I like Willow. Willow's the lead track. Um, I thought the video was cute. It was about a man. I loved how she played into like the witch vibe. I just yep. appreciated that. I just, it was like when she leaned into like the whole snake thing, I just feel like she's so self aware. And I love how she leaned into like the old school, you know, she like captured that era. And like the video was very pretty and stunning. And I just very much appreciated it. Overall, I will say I thought the album was a little sleepy, mm-hmm. but like that doesn't mean bad. Like I don't mean it in a negative sense of like, oh, I thought it was boring and kind of sleepy. I felt it very relaxing and cozy, but not like, um, does that make sense? Like I felt it very much yeah. like I want to light a fire and just curl up with a blanket and just be very cozy and still. I can hear that. You know, I think it. I think it definitely has more. I thought it was going to be more romantic, if anything, but it definitely feels like sadder. Yes, even that though, too. Like it feels the, it, like a a book, kind of. It does. I and think I my highlights. Books, you but do. not because I think they're boring. It's just because it lulls me to sleep. Like I love hearing people talk. I feel like my. Favorites upon first listen came out to be Tis the Damn Season for sure and Tolerate It. Yeah. Tolerate It is pretty much a, a gut punch. Um, I, I I find that No Body, No Crime with Haim is is almost disjointed. Like it feels like I, I really like it, but I, I don't totally understand it being on this album because it's like almost like a fun country song, you know, like a Dixie Chicks, like Goodbye Earl murder adventure and we all love to do that but like it felt a bit like interesting to have that on this album because i didn't know that that necessarily fit the vibe as well like it could have come on the heim album or or a standalone moment so that was my thought on that i really like that song though i we we love a a murder i thought it was interesting to hear her get like a little spicy Oh, yeah, like it's definitely a spicier record. We've got a lot of explicits coming. Nobody was killed. Nobody was killed at Stonewall. <laughs> it reminded Tis me the damn of like, this moment that I had in high school when this boy I was talking to was like lying to me. And so I was like, let me just drive by his house and see if he's not really home. And Can sure throw enough, a brick in his window. I didn't throw a brick, but I threw something else. So I, uh-uh. this is bad. I don't think he's listening. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think he's listening. He follows me though. Oh, what? Oh, there's so many things I want to say, but I can't. Um, oh, no. uh, should I just say it? I haven't even told you this story. So anyway, okay. So this is basically my Evermore story. So like, there was this boy that like I fell for in high school, and like it was. I don't want to say it's my first love because like that's so ridiculous, and like I've never been in love in my life, but like. I will say it was like the closest to it. We'll just say that. How about that? Is that fair? That's fair. So like he stopped talking to me and whatever and was like lying to me. So me being, you know how I am, I get in my car and I'm like, well, let me see if he's like actually out and not really home. So I drive by his house. Sure enough, his car is in the driveway. So I'm like, oh, you lied. So I may or may not have thrown a culotta into his car, which was a convertible that had the roof down. No body, no crime. No straw, no crime. Yeah. No shot of espresso, no crime. Wow. Okay. So I was listening to this and I was like, 
that was my no body, no crime moment in my life was you lied and I caught you and I threw the first brick at Stonewall. And that brick was Shit. a culotta right into your car. And if he's listening that is to the this, most... <laughs> and if he's listening to this right now, this is a lie and I'm making it up. Oh, right. This is just hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. Damn, that is a very intense story. And, and now he's engaged justice to someone who served. looks kind oh. of like me, but that's a different she story. She looks just like me. Has a thing for redheads, apparently. Um. Anyway. I guess green hair is really in right now. Um, oh, there's going to be someone that is, who knows who I'm talking about. So move on to the other song. <laughs> well, it's funny that you said that. So I need to write tis- my Evermore. Anyway. We need to get off. This you subject. do. You. This is an album. This is, and you literally <laughs> yeah. can call it red, just like Taylor. So. Oh my God! Could you imagine seeing red? I... <laughs> and it's just me hurling a colada <laughs> into an open car. Wow! I had a similar experience, actually, of um, uh, relating to this uh, specifically with the song "Tis the Damn Season," which is basically. A song about her coming home and sort of reuniting with a former flame and you can call me babe on the weekend. And it really, you know, being at her parents' house and all of that kind of really hit home for me as I yeah. sit here in this you basement. You finding a grinder hookup when you're home uh, for <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend. Well, so what happened was I was listening to it at like two in the morning, the first listen, and I was getting emotional and I decided to do the thing I shouldn't. Well, it, it's not bad because we still talk, but I looked. So my first love of five years I grew up here with them and uh I looked at the I was like oh I wonder what they're up to so I checked out the Instagram story and in my head I'm like I'm like sad petting my dog right now listening to this song thinking about my first love was very much like a Taylor Swift song it was driving through this you know at night and and like all of the like romantic things like I really I got one thing right (laughs) <laughs> I had a very like uh, fanciful, in my view, first relationship. So I'm like feeling those feelings, which I never feel anymore. And I go to their <laughs> Instagram story. They're having a my ex is having a um, never have I ever question and answer thing. I'm watching the questions being answered and uh, feeling like emotional. And then the question comes up: Have you ever been in a long term relationship? And my ex goes. Yep, hated it. Next. (laughs) She's got a point. (laughs) And like, I know that that probably was in reference to the distance part and not like being with me for five years, but I was still, I burst out laughing because I was like, I'm having a full Taylor Swift, like sitting at the sea silent moment. And my ex is just like, hated it. Next. (laughs) I fucking love that top. (laughs) <laughs> I wish that was the answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was so funny. It was like, I need to just, I, I needed to tell this tale because I was like, this couldn't have happened at a better time. Uh, you We're going to have to write our so, evermores. We really will. <sighs> but, you know, all in all, I'm still digging into the album. I'm still really enjoying it. I, I really like it. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, some fans think there might be a third album because... There was lettering in white at the top of one of the promo photos, and it was called Woodvale, I think was the the secret word. Yes, it was called Woodvale. It it was in white lettering in one of the promo pictures, so now they think that was the Easter egg, as she is wont to do. I feel like she'll do it. 
Probably. What else is she doing? She goes back in the woods. Literally, this album to me felt like just lyrical, musical poems and stories. So, like, she absolutely could. Absolutely. I really like the vibe that she's on right now. I know a lot of people have Taylor Swift oversaturation and don't even want to hear anything about her. And it's funny that this is kind of the year that I really leaned in and listened and found myself really liking her because I definitely was a bit of a hater back in the day. I was a, oh, same. a she. So except for 1989. Oh, same, same, same. One but, of the best yeah. albums like ever. I just really appreciate somebody who can create songs that you can either take at face value or you could be a hardcore fan and know that that line leads to that song. And that was always, there were 13 buttons in that picture. Like she can either create a whole Easter egg hunt for you, or it's just a good song on its own. And I think that's really good that she can have that. That's, that's really incredibly intelligent and fun. Yeah. So it's on the album where, um, in the song Champagne Problems, I very loved the, um, very much loved the lyric Sister Splashed. Oh, she, that was a James Charles nod for sure. I actually honestly think that it is. I'm going to believe that. See her on his YouTube channel next week doing a Evermore Mua makeover challenge. If we weren't in Cornova, I feel like Taylor Swift would. What, be a Mua? No, like be on James oh. Charles' channel <laughs> with like a red lip. <laughs> Like a classic it's very possible. Taylor Swift, Mua. That's like the only thing she hasn't done is come out with a red lip. Yeah, I guess she hasn't really. That's an I'm idea. sure it will probably just give come. The idea. See us in court. See her in court yeah. when she steals that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to sue me, Taylor? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, I also uh, wrote um, the song Happiness. I love how still it gets. Yeah. It reminds I me definitely of love Epiphany. Happiness. Yeah, that's the other thing is a lot of the songs, if not all, are supposed to not directly be mirrors, but I guess be inspired by or have references to folklore. Yeah. And Someone did a TikTok that. that they were like, oh, here's like the perfect listening order for folklore and Everlore. And they put it all Total. together and like Happiness and Epiphany were next to each other. And I was like, I very much feel that. Like I love that just like calm, still Mo- I had a moment in the park. This I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, and then my other note was uh, the song Coney Island. I also very much enjoyed. Definitely. Even yes, though I was kind of shook by the man on it. Like I was listening <laughs> to it and I was like fully in this Evermore moment. It was like foggy. And then all of a sudden it was just like, and I was like, oh, what was that? <laughs> Did you see that my one of my favorite tweets was about Bonnie Vare's um, feature on Exile, uh, the, on Folklore, I think is really good. But then on Evermore, he kind of goes for those <laughs> higher notes. And somebody was like, Bonnie Vare on Evermore. And it was a clip of Beyonce on American Idol where she's like, you know, he, he has such a low rage. He doesn't need to try those high notes, but it's, I hope he's confident. <laughs> yeah, it, it also just was like so deep. I was like, oh, who is that? Yeah, it was, yeah, it's a perfect little meme there. But yeah, I, I am into this record as well. I, I need more time with it, though. I don't know that it's... Same. Because fo- Folklore was so shocking because it was uh, the first real surprise. So now this time is like, we kind of knew the vibe already. So now I'm just kind of like digging in again. I agree. Also, just like the girls need to like get off our necks a little bit. Like, let us breathe. 
Right. There's also that. Yes. And we do have, um, coming up, we have some things. Yes. One night with BB Rexa, finally coming soon next week. Acoustic. We are ready, perched. Uh, perverts are leaving this chat. We are going to be jealous and acoustic. With the brighter eyes, baby, I'm <laughs> jealous. Oh my God, please let her do cabaret versions of every of song. Of the pictures you shouldn't... Oh, what's the shit? What's the fuck? Fake fan. What's the lyric? <laughs> baby, I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> we are ready for a night with BB Rexa coming soon. I can't fucking acoustic. Oh, I can. And then we also have the Ariana Sweetener World Tour special is coming. Uh, oh, yeah, on Netflix. On Netflix. It's not sponsored. Yep. yep. And is that it? I guess. I mean, it's been like two hours. <laughs> For now. Yeah, like, here I am thinking it's the end of the year. Finally a chance to sleep, catch up. <laughs> nope, the girls just on our necks. They've got a lot to do. Also, know what else I noticed this week before we close out? I'm not listening to holiday music, season, no. No, I'm only listening to ambient sleep, anti-anxiety mix, and uh, Evermore at the moment, I guess. And Yeah, and I'm also (laughs) rediscovering the Ava Max album at the gym, but... My head, my heart. I mean, Bop Queen. Yeah. Although there is this really good YouTube channel that's called, like, Christmas Lo-Fi, and it's um, Lo-Fi, like chill Christmas Christmas um, <laughs> and there's and all I want for it's this guy or person I don't know who it is actually I, I literally don't know who it is um, they make all the music and there is a version of all I want for Christmas is you that they have and it is so good it's just like a subtle instrumental I'll tweet it out maybe do that you should tweet that out yeah just like a chill moment and that's pretty much it. We've been talking for like a really long time. So we have. We hope you enjoy this super extended edition, fan demanded version. Literally. <laughs> we should just market it as such. Super we'll just sized. pretend. Yeah. All in anticipation, and we should tip this off one more time of the Legends Only Awards coming soon. Yeah. The end of the year, because that's when everything's done. So <laughs> stop surprising Though us. With we hate albums. award shows except for ours award show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, featuring segments. Shall we like tease like some of them? I no, that's okay. good. It's it's our evermore. Okay, fine. Just no one else surprises with more albums unless you're BB Rexa. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we always say on this podcast. No surprise albums except BB Rexa. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we got to go because um, we're literally about to run out of time on this uh, SD card. So until next week, one night in BB Rexa, we will see you on Discord (laughs) and we will see you soon. (laughs) God, we literally went overtime this week. The girls. We really did. We're feeding the girls Chromatica Oreos, a thousand calories, and fucking supersized episodes. Sister albums, sister episodes. It's a big it's a big day. The flavor. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.